Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. Today I'm going to be reading in 2 Kings chapter 1 and I'm going to be reading verses 13 through 15 and maybe a little bit more down. But before I read I want to tell you guys like a little bit of what's going on. So there is a new king appointed over Israel, his name is Ahaziah and he falls out of a window I'm assuming in his house and he gets hurt pretty badly and he doesn't know if he's going to survive. So what he does is he sends some of his servants to talk to their god, uh, lowercase g god, Beelzebub, and ask him if he's going to live. So during that time, Elijah gets a word from God and God tells him what happened. And Elijah is, God tells Elijah to go and give the servants a message, basically that he's the only God. And because he went to another god before him, he was going to die. So the king gets pretty mad and he sends 50 servants to go arrest Elijah, like a captain and then their servants. And they all come out at him and um, they call him man of God. And Elijah's like, if I'm a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and burn up you and your 50 men. And that's exactly what happens. And that happens two times until we get to verse 13. And I'll read on from there. It says, Ahaziah sent a third captain with 50 men. The third captain came and fell down on his knees before Elijah and begged, Man of God, please respect my life and the lives of your 50 servants. See, fire came down from heaven and burned up the first two captains of the 50 with all their men. But now respect my life. The Lord's angel said to Elijah, Go down with him. Don't be afraid of him. So Elijah got up and went down with him to see the king. Elijah told Ahaziah, this is what the Lord says. You have sent messengers to ask questions of Beelzebub, God of Ekron. Is it because you think there is no God in Israel to ask? Because of this, you will never get up from your bed. You will die. So Ahaziah died just as the Lord through Elijah had said he would. So back then they lived under the law. You know, this was the old covenant. They lived under the law. And the first commandment of the law is there is no God before me. And God gave Ahaziah a chance to repent. Back in the in the beginning verses of the chapter, before he sent the first commander, they the servants that he sent went back to King Ahaziah with a message. And they told him basically the same thing that Elijah had said. In verse six, it says, a man came to meet us. He said, go back to the king who sent you and tell him what the Lord says. Why do you send messengers to ask the questions of Beelzebub, God of Ekron? Is it because you think there is no God in Israel? You will never get up from the bed you are lying on and you will die. So Ahaziah asked them who told him that and he figured out it was Elijah. Then he sends the 50 men and the captain to go get Elijah. And he could have repented he could have turned it around and was like you know what I was wrong I'm gonna ask the one true God that there is but he didn't do that out of pride he sent his his servants to go get Elijah to I don't know arrest him or maybe kill him I'm not really sure what the plan was but yeah and we know that you know like he had a chance he had a chance to turn it around and he didn't um there's also a story uh, about Hezekiah And I don't know where the scripture is, and I'll put it below if I find it in the episode description. But there's a king called Hezekiah, and not the same situation, but he is told by the prophet Isaiah that he's going to die. 
And he makes a case for himself. Like he makes a case for himself with God. You know, the Bible says, come now, let us reason together. The Bible says, like, state your case. And that's what Hezekiah did. He stated his case. And because he stated his case, he had more years added on to his life. So Ahaziah could have very well done that. So in verse 15, an angel of the Lord comes to Elijah and says, go down with him and do not be afraid of him. And it says, so Elijah got up and went to with went with him to the king. Even though he was like a powerful enemy and in the natural, he had, you know, the the power, I guess, to arrest him or, you know, whatever he was going to do in his anger with Elijah. The Lord said, do not be afraid, go down with him. So the Lord reassured, the angel of the Lord reassured Elijah that nothing was going to happen. And that's just what happens when you're walking in the will of God. And when you're outside of the will of God, you know, you're, you're, you have an open door and you're allowing things to come into your life that bring death. Now, this is the old covenant. And I want to stress that so strongly that this is the old covenant. We are under a new covenant. And if you're a born again believer, you have full access and full right and, you know, authority to the things that Elijah did. The book of James says a man, Elijah was a man just like us. And when he called fire down or rain down from the heavens, it rained. So we have more than even Elijah did because we have the Holy Spirit in us. Elijah didn't have the Holy Spirit in him. So if you're a born again believer, you can walk in the full promises of God because your sacrifice was permanent you didn't have to make sacri- you don't have to make sacrifices for your righteousness now and also in the old covenant they fought against flesh and blood and that's not who we fight against now and i i keep stating that and i just want to keep making sure because when you stay in the old testament it's easy to get a mentality of well if i sin then i like god's probably going to like strike me down or something and that's not the case it wasn't even the case in the Bible. Like it wasn't even the case in the old covenant when there were men of God, you know, he like who sinned, he didn't strike them down. You know, he didn't smite them. They had chances to repent. And if their pride got too much in the way and an open door would come and the enemy would have room to put things on them. And it's still the same today in that regard. You know, Satan can't enter us no demon can enter us if you're a child of God because you have the Holy Spirit in you. You can't have two spirits. You only have one. But the enemy can still use believers and he can still oppress believers today. So that's why it's it's very important to walk in the will of God. But anyway, I just want to continue to stress that we're, we're in a new covenant. We don't fight against flesh and blood and our protection and our authority and everything that the Bible, all the promises that the Bible has to offer, they are in effect today. You don't have to live the way that they lived under the old covenant. We're in a new covenant now. But in the same way that the angel of the Lord told Elijah, don't be afraid, go down with him, reassuring him that nothing was going to happen to him in the presence of his enemy, that goes the same for us today. We don't have to fear our enemy. Like people can, you know, open doors and allow the enemy to come in. But at the end of the day, flesh and blood are not our enemies. 
the person that the enemy is using to cause or to to try to come up against what you're trying to do for God. They are not your enemy. It's the devil that is your enemy. So we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against rulers and principalities. So we don't have to fear our enemy. We don't have to fear our enemies because we already have the victory. We already hold the victory. And not just to say like we have the victory so you don't have to do anything. No, there's there's things that you have to do. You can't just And I've said it before, um, you can't just sit here and not do anything. You have to use your mouth. God didn't give you the armor of God for it to not be used. If you're not using the armor and the sword of the spirit that he has given you, you will lose. And you will have the victory ultimately in the end when Jesus comes back and when you go on to live, be with the Lord, like you will ultimately have the victory, but you will live a defeated life here on earth. And that's not what the Lord wants. So I just wanted to come on here quickly. I know it wasn't like anything super revelatory, if that's a right word or like revelational. I don't know what the word is, but I know it wasn't anything like, wow, that blew my mind. But just knowing that whatever enemy is in your life, you don't have to fear them. And if a person is being used, I I can't remember what episode I talked about it in, but if a person is being used by the enemy, they are not your enemy. They They may be coming up, coming against you in the areas of things that you're trying to do to prosper for the Lord or create fruit and be fruitful for the Lord. They may be trying to to stand up against that, but there is a demonic force behind that. And that is your enemy. That is where you direct your prayers, not at the person. The Bible says, if you speak to the mountain, it will be removed. So you have to speak to the mountain. You speak to the enemy to be removed. You say, devil, or any demonic force that is on that person, oppressing them or in them or on them, I command that you leave that person now in Jesus' name. And you pray for them. You pray for them. You pray for their salvation. And if they're already saved, you just you don't intercede for them, but you offer supplications for them. You pray for the individual. You pray against the plans of the enemy. Luke chapter 6 verse 28 says, Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. And the New Living Translation says, bless those who curse you and pray for those who hurt you. And that's what we're called to do. The physical person, we pray for them and we bless them. But we go to war with the enemy. We cut him down with our sword, which is the word of God. So we don't fight in the same way that they fought in the old covenant. But we have new weapons. We have a a directed enemy. And he is our only enemy because we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against rulers and principalities that are in the unseen realm. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. I will be talking to you guys tomorrow with the Sunday episode. So I can't wait for that. Love you guys. Bye.